Hey, and welcome to the Badger Talks podcast, the podcast which interviews experts from the University of Wisconsin-Madison community about their work, programs, and research, and what they are like as people too. I'm your host, Ben Rush. Listening to this podcast will also give you a sneak peek of an upcoming longer talk by each guest. Our guest today, Johannes Wallman, will give a talk on his new musical album, LG for an Undiscovered Species, on September 21st at noon central time virtually. A link to the virtual talk as well as past and upcoming talks is in the show notes. For now, let's dive into the interview with Johannes Wallman. Hi, Johannes. Thanks for joining me on the Badger Talks podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Nice to talk with you. Great. Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate you being here. Like always, I just want to start with the name and pronouns that you prefer. It's Johannes Wallman. I use he, his, him pronouns. And if someone was to bump into you on the street right now, what might you look like? Well, I think they would immediately recognize me for being just uh, unusually handsome. Yeah, you and I are actually looking at on at each other on the screen as we're recording this. So, uh, you know, you can confirm this. Absolutely. And Johannes, I will say it's hard to get to these next questions because you are so extremely attractive. I can <laughs> I can barely focus at uh, all. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You you can uh, I no, turn the brightness on the screen down or something. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for that advice. What you can tell from this is I'm 5'11". And uh, that was a big surprise, actually, um, for uh, for a lot of us, um, you know, my students and me, um, who uh, worked together for almost the entire year without seeing each other in person last year. And uh, the biggest thing we just uh, didn't expect is, uh, you know, how tall people were or weren't. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, that is one thing you can't see on the screen. As, as you might uh, suspect from my name, uh, my family is entirely German. So you would, you know, you would expect to see a white guy with a... Uh, with some facial hair, but none on top. And then any identities you'd like to highlight about yourself? Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm German-Canadian. So one thing you wouldn't necessarily guess from the name is that I grew up in Canada. Uh, first Germany, hence the accent. And then my family moved to Canada when I was 12. But I have family in Canada and in Germany. Um, so that is one part of my identity. I'm uh, gay, LGBTQ. Um, I'm, I'm a gay dad. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a father to a four-year-old. And the thing that... Um, that I do away from all of those things that uh, um, with lots of passion and enthusiasm um, and nowhere near the skill to match the passion. I play, I play amateur ice hockey. It's a surprisingly common theme among people here. It's like, oh, by the way, I also play ice hockey. If I see like a small dot on the lake from above, it might just be you. And then lastly, what are your roles on UW's campus? I'm the uh, I'm the director of jazz studies. I'm, I'm the founder of the current program. Uh, we didn't have a jazz studies major for about 20 years, and I was brought in to um, to rebuild that. Uh, specifically, I'm a pianist. So um, the one thing you'll always see me teach is uh, is jazz piano studio instruction, meaning the the lessons of working with students um, and and some ensembles. Yeah, and one of the things that we'll be talking about on the Badger Talks live show is your most recent album. So I'm also curious, I, I lived with some musicians when I was attending undergrad and masters, and they were busy doing their classes, practicing, and also recording albums. You just released your ninth, if I'm not wrong, studio album. So how do you also balance the, the teaching, uh, the rehearsals, planning, directing, and recording uh, nine albums. Well, I've been at this for a while. So, you know, nine albums, that 
averages out to maybe like one every two years. And yeah, it's been more since I've been um, here at, at UW, and there's a couple of reasons uh, for that. One is uh, having access to uh, you know to resources, and um, and and getting some funding from UW to uh, enable me to um, uh, to record the albums. And the other reason is that I'm. Um, I finally am uh, in a position where I feel like I'm actually able to balance uh, my, the creative side um, you know, of uh, what I do and the teaching side really well. And uh, it's taken me about 20 years to get to that point of, uh, you know, initially just starting out as, as a performing musician and uh, then sort of also discovering that I have a knack for teaching. I'm I like to think I'm kind of good at that too, um, but you know, between that and uh, having a family and so on, uh, there's there's some short nights in there too. Yeah, good. I'm glad you're in a spot like where everything feels balanced for you. And with that balance, however, that led to some really cool creative endeavors on your most recent album, the LG for an Undiscovered Species. My background is like more biology, neuroscience. So I was really digging this title and I was hoping you just kind of explain where that may have come from. Yeah, so that's the um, that, that's a title track from the album. And um, uh, you know, there's two pieces that kind of bookend the, the, the album, both of which are um, sort of part of my, um, yeah, grew out of my frustration with, um, uh, you know, how, uh, what, what awful stewards we um, humans are to, uh, you know, to this incredible planet that, that we live on. Currently, there are dozens of species that are going extinct, many of which before we've ever, even ever discovered them, which is awful. Um, of course, and this is happening at a greatly accelerated sp uh, speed due to um, habitat destruction and uh, and climate change, and so on. And I thought, well, what what can I do about this? What what can I do about this as a composer and uh, um, and as a uh, as, as a musician? And I'm not a biologist. I'm not a uh, industrialist. Uh, yeah, none of the decisions I make um, ha have much of an impact except in my own personal life. And I thought, well, you know. Um, beyond raising awareness, which I can play a very small part in as well for my audience, um, the biggest thing is um, I can write a song uh, for one of these species uh, and just acknowledge the fact that I was there. I mean, even though I didn't get to know it, we didn't get to know it, it was um, uh, it was there. And um, even if nobody else noticed it, um, just in sort of an abstract way, I'm saying to that species, hey, I care. And I thought, you know, and I wasn't sure about that title. Um, when I uh, when I first, the first time I played that piece was just with a quintet at the uh, uh, Sauk River Arts Center up in uh, um, Sauk City. At the intermission, somebody came out, you know, came up to me and said, hey, I am a, um, I'm a biologist, I'm a researcher, and I just came back from Brasilia and the, and the rainforest, and this is exactly what we're dealing with all the time. We're so aware of like this habitat destruction, and I really appreciate you playing this song, because it really spoke to me and spoke to my word, uh, spoke to my work. And I thought, okay, um, well, maybe it's not preachy, maybe it's actually, like, if, if, if the title actually speaks to somebody like that, then it's it's got to stick. I really like that forethought of how climate change can, inf well, as it infiltrates everything in our planet, how it can also infiltrate what we do in our cultures as well. And of course, it's not just, it's not just climate change. Um, you know, habitat destruction has been going on for, for centuries, as we can see with, you know, the history of colonialism and, and so on. Um, but yeah, wherever we go, we, uh, we tend to destroy a lot of stuff. I also really like, you were just saying, like, what could I do as a musician? However, you are taking your talents, 
and your passions is something that you care about. And, you know, here you are on a media platform discussing this. And so your word and your intention is getting out there, which is, is really cool. And I, I definitely respect that. One thing you mentioned um, was also improvising. So I have probably about two years of like theater improvisation under my belt now. Different type of improvisation. I have felt like it's helped in my life greatly. So I was going to ask, has improvisation jazz uh, transferred to other life skills or improvisation? Um, are you okay with a certain amount of chaos in your life? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, um, it, it certainly gives you a sense of uh, uh, being a bit more relaxed uh, when, when, when things are less, less predictable. One of the students I, I had a few years ago um, was, a, was very active in improv comedy, and we talked about that a bunch. And, uh, and I found that um, uh, really a lot of the same uh, sort of premises and, and, and rules Applied to uh, applied to both. Now, there's improvisation that um, you know, that is not ensemble based. Um, you know, if I go into a situation where um, where all other parts are composed, and then I'm supposed to improvise my part, well, that's not really ensemble improvisation. But most of the uh, most of the improvisation I do is ensemble improvisation. Um, usually, I play with a bass player and drummer at a minimum, and uh, and and often uh, some wind instruments as well, whose parts are um, uh, described, but maybe not prescribed. Um, you know, they might have, a, um, you know, uh, their music might indicate a certain type of groove, and um, and then a harmonic progression. But what we do within that at that moment in the music is kind of up to us. So there, there's no saying no. It's always yes and. Somebody plays something, um, you know, it's yes and. So um, to work with uh, really skilled improvisers. Um, you know, this this uh, high level of trust that what they're going to um, you know add to our conversation is something that furthers the conversation. Is that something that is respectful of what the other people have already played? Yeah, the best summary I've had of improv in my readings of it so far is attuning, affirming, and advancing. I wanted to get something a little bit more personal and just ask, what was the last song that was stuck in your head? <laughs> um the uh the um uh paw patrol theme song so <laughs> yeah that's uh um that's life with a four-year-old but my final question to make sure we can get you add on time how do you hope your work um with ew madison will impact people of wisconsin that's a great question i have to think about that for for a moment there's really two there's two sides to my work at UW. One is one is the teaching, and the other one is what we call the you know the, the creative research. With, with with the teaching, I'm really hoping to um, you know to become a uh, you know, to be a mentor and to um, to students who are going to be going to be the next generation of performers and and teachers as well, and who are going to contribute to a uh, really rich and vibrant uh, music scene, jazz and beyond jazz uh, in Wisconsin and uh, and of course uh, yeah, around the country and around the world as well and uh, and the other thing is yeah my, my creative uh, research I mean that's that's a more immediate kind of thing the music making that I do a lot of that happens in Madison and the surrounding area um, in Milwaukee a lot I get to the rest of the state not as often but sometimes and I just love to uh, bring my music uh, um, to people uh, you know, across 
across the state of Wisconsin, and uh, I hope it brings uh, you know, it, I hope it brings joy to them first and foremost. Uh, music is a uh, um, should be a really joyful experience. Um, I hope it makes them uh, think too. And uh, you know, this is music that has uh, um, that's supposed to be for the feet, and it's supposed to be for the heart, and for the, and for the and, and, and for the head. Yeah, I feel like it's a beautiful uh, ending place for the interview. Um, Johannes, I appreciate you being on the Badger Talks podcast so much. Thanks, Ben. We look forward to hearing more on the Badger Talks Live. All right. Uh, th- thanks a lot. And uh, I hope you can join us on the, uh, on the Badger Talk. Thanks for listening to the Badger Talks podcast. I hope you enjoyed the interview. And if you want to catch more of Johannes Wallman, check out his talk on September 21st at noon central time. The link to his upcoming talk and talks by other University of Wisconsin-Madison experts is in the show notes. Until next time, be well. Badger Talks podcast is a creation by the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Deeper Than Data Media. Music composed by Bill Purdy and played by the University of Wisconsin-Madison Marching Band. The podcast is recorded, edited, and produced by Deeper Than Data Media.